Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. While you're in sunny Florida, be sure to visit... Orlando! Enter into a world of epic adventure. Hello and welcome to Warlando. This is Adam and with me I have Mark. Hey, what's going on everyone? And Nicholas. Hey, what's going on everyone? <laughs> I, I tried to sound just like Mark so that is you'd be like, echo? wait a second. I swear to God there was, there was an echo. Who's <laughs> that, Mark? I couldn't tell you guys apart. <laughs> I've had... Yeah, I know. That's going to be my job tonight, is to just mimic your guys' inflection, tone, <laughs> and levels, and uh, and then they'll just think it's like a one-man show. I love it. Perfectly. It's just like a split personality <laughs> show. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's not too far from the truth here. <laughs> you guys having a good week? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, uh, it's uh, went by in a blink of an eye. But yeah, it's good, and here we are. And I was looking forward to this moment where I could uh, jump on remotely and uh, speak to you fellas because it's been a long week, you know. So it has been. This is the last time. We uh, the last thing I put out there was a recording of our actual D and D game that we played Sunday night. Yeah, that was a blast. Fun session. Yeah. So for people listening, I might mix it up and do that once in a while. If it's something you're interested in, you want more of. Uh, let us know and we'll try and uh, do that more often and if it's not something you're into you want us to stick more to talking about the games uh, we can do that too yeah yeah, yeah we're, and if we're, we really 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 want to do it and you didn't want us to well then well we just might have to do it anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> nicholas is all about spiting <laughs> yeah I'm playing a neutral evil character, so I got to not care about what you want, (laughs) only about what I want, so suck it. And that's (laughs) that's one of the fun things about this campaign that we're doing. We're mostly doing either neutral or evil characters for a change. Yeah, it is is quite a change. Yeah, all all with the sort of the chaotic uh, tilt on it, too, so that's that's very interesting. I wonder how it's going to pan out. I mean, we, we, we all needed one another to escape in the beginning but uh you know how's that gonna go how are those uh you know bonds gonna be created yeah what's to stop us from just all saying well it's been fun and heading different directions yeah or just wind up killing one another (laughs) yeah yep only time will tell Mm. (laughs) i know that um my character dak and uh, nicholas your character clocks we uh a little bit of uh, abrasive moment last game Yes. Yeah, we had uh, we kind of had a little bit of a of a of a showdown, um, and had to you know make sure that uh, neither of us was the uh, the I, I don't know I, I, you can't quite say bad guy because we're probably all bad. Yeah, guys. but it, it sounds but, like we're we're traveling with a serial killer of some kind, and we don't know who. It yeah. Is. Yeah, <laughs> the problem is we're all the serial killers. <laughs> Every single one of us. It's yeah, it's kind of like Dexter, where the the serial killer is hunting the serial killer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It, it it should prove interesting. That's for sure. So I think I think we all got a very interesting spread of characters and uh, 
And I think uh, our DM, Matt, has got some uh, interesting things up his wizard sleeves. So, What's your character, Mark? My character, he's uh, he's just a hooligan, just looking for a good time, you know. So, yeah, Z- Zachram, I play a uh, a warlock who has now uh, multiclassed, and now he's become a bard as well. So oh. that's kind of written into his backstory there. So, you know, that twenty-page backstory I didn't write. <laughs> nice, Nicholas. What about you? I'm a Clocks Creek bag. I'm a a uh, goblin artificer. What's an artificer? Uh, somebody who imbues uh, non-magical items with magic, and so I can take uh, non-magical items, you know, whether it be a weapon or a tool or just anything lying around, and uh, make it into something magical. That's neat. That's a really interesting class that they created. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of excited about like going with the idea that this goblin is kind of a dangerous tinker in a way. You know, somebody who likes who likes chaos, like he likes things to not go well. So <laughs> as yeah. I'm as I'm creating things and hoping they don't go well, I think that uh, I think that'll be fun. Now, now, do do you do you flavor yourself or, or this goblin? Maybe, maybe he's got a little skaven in him. Uh, yeah, you know, I think he, things could go very wrong. For yeah, everyone, think, uh, including you. Yes, I find the enjoyment in the other's turmoil. So we'll see. Uh, um, I think we had a little bit of a quick escape, so we haven't had much. We've been running constant for the last few days. Yeah, so haven't had much time to to be too devious. But uh, no, but 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 there was a lot of ration counting, and I must say, was. if you do happen to listen to the the, <laughs> the last episode of that, uh, don't worry, there will be an extended cut that Adam's going to be putting out <laughs> with all the ration counting included in it. So director's cut, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's going to be like the Zack Snyder uh, uh, cut of it all. So <laughs> I, I cut out at least ten minutes of just us deciding how many rations we actually had. <laughs> no, there was a good like 20 30 minutes what are you talking about yeah, the calculators yep. out the abacus came out i mean this was big it was because we were like we don't eat who in the party are we gonna eat <laughs> yeah could have come to that yeah and we all we, kept looking at the fish guy <laughs> we were not good at foraging no Mm-mm. no so it was crucial that we got the rations right do you remember uh in Warcraft 3, that there were the goblin sappers. Remember that? Yep. Yeah, I, I do. That makes me think of clocks, those like crazy bombers that would just <laughs> run in and blow themselves up. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, so, Adam, how about your character? I am playing Dak Vandergar, who is a human paladin of Bane, the tyrant god. He's a uh, a member of the Zentrum. He's trying to achieve knighthood and his, he's on a quest right now for fame and fortune and, uh, wants to be notorious. Nice. So this, uh, this is your, I'm going to say you've played a paladin before, haven't you? Uh, a couple times I've played a paladin, but just for one shots. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, you played it at the big, uh, no, you, did you play it at the, uh, Atlanta? D&D Open? Yeah, I played a Paladin there. Ah, I played one cool. Adventures League, and then Nicholas, I don't know if you remember, we did a one-shot 
with Matt one time. Yeah. Uh, yes. Paladin is one that I've always been like just really itching to play, but only getting to just dabble. Yeah. Now, well, now you're playing them. That's yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm gonna give this a go. Who knows? Maybe I'll do like you, Mark. Maybe eventually I'll multi-class, but for right now, it's Paladin. Yeah. Oh, very good. Excellent. Yeah. There's I like not, that. I remember as a kid reading about anti-paladins. Yeah. So that's what I really want to play. I don't want to play a traditional paladin, paladin in any sense of the word. This guy's evil. Um, not like rubbing his hands together, twirling his mustache kind of evil, but like mm-hmm. he, his quest is for power. You know, that, right. that's what matters to him. Hey, that's that's not bad. And I, I think you're playing the paladin tilt where it's uh, more, more like an oath, right? Yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of like, um, like grimdark. You know, when you yeah. when you say the word grimdark, it it feels to me like a paladin in the grimdark world is like this almost. You know, like if you think of space marines, you know what I mean? Like they say it's in the name of some greater purpose, but it's still like really bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but right. They're holding an ideal and that ideal is uh, you know, the lofty goal, whatever whatever means necessary. Yeah, that's yeah. lofty goal of killing all aliens and anything that might yeah. turn to chaos. Purge the hell. And if I have to sacrifice, you know, like and if and if you're if you're uh, gonna die because you get in the way, then it's a worthy sacrifice. But yeah, so be it. You're you're just a stepping stone. They must yeah. have meant to be. You know exactly. So so and and now now the setting. How, how do you feel about the setting that we're in? I mean, we're playing. I mean, no spoilers, but we're playing uh, out of the abyss, and I'm sure a lot of people have played this. It's it's been out for a while. So, what do, what do you guys know about it? What do your characters you think know about it? Well, I think Dak um, was trying to find a famed city. Uh, in the Underdark called Skullport, mm-hmm. which is a pirate bay, essentially, that you can only get to from the ocean or by traveling through the Underdark. There's no roads that lead to Skullport. So Dax's mission was, his quest was to find this place to meet up with some other unsavory types and start uh, start building his legend. Yeah. What about clocks? Hell Yeah. Um, I don't think Clocks maybe necessarily knows much about the Underdark, um, but he comes from kind of living in a in a you know highly populated ur- like urban setting, and and he you know through his time he was really enamored by this thing that happened in the city, this event, like uh, this this happenstance and, and what like he saw that uh, there was some, you know, like obviously it's the city, there's some corruption, there's some, uh, you know, bureaucracy and whatnot. But he saw that one, one person wanted to make a change and he saw how powerful and destructive that person could be. And to him, he thought this, this was what he wanted. He wanted to seek, his purpose, the reason for him to be that one destructive, powerful person to watch it burn, essentially. That's so cool. And so he's he's out on his quest to find his purpose. That reminds me of the Joker in the Dark Knight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very much so. Chaos. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I 
I I think he he kind of was convicted by what he saw from that you know from that person and or or being and uh, and to him he he felt like he kind of understood life at that point. That's cool. That's really cool. So um, that's our D and D talk. Uh, yeah. So far for this evening. The- <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it kind of ties in because you know I'm I'm thinking of the setting of this. And it's in the Underdark, and I know we've already dealt with a lot of drow, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And their whole thing, and I love them to death, and I love all the stories, you know, with Drist and all. And I've always been fascinated with them uh, uh, when, when they came about. And what was that famous um, module back in the day, for first edition? Something of the Spider Queen. Oh, uh, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, no, yeah. Like treasure the Spider Queen. It's something else. Tomb, something like that. Damn it, I can't think about it. I got to hide away somewhere here. But uh, yeah, so so that, you know, this right here with the drow being elves, the Underdark, we've fought, I don't know how many spiders so far. <laughs> but it, it seems like the theme, and, it, and and this is something that's that new, it's pretty new, and I think you have the book, Adam, but uh, it's it's all about Marathi, right? Yeah. And the Dark Elves. The Broken Realms Marathi is the first of these Broken Realms books is coming out. I don't know how many I'm going to imagine there's going to be at least three books, but this oh, is the nice. first one Marathi. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, very cool. Very cool. So you have the book when uh, you just picked it up recently, haven't you? I did. And I devoured it. Ah, very good. I was going to ask you, have you read it yet? <laughs> so <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It's uh, the book is mainly story but there's some really cool stuff if you have any of the factions involved um in the story there's new war scroll battalions new war scrolls for some units a couple new realms of battle and so really yeah and some campaign battle plans that tie into the story from the book oh man all right all right so so tell me what do you feel or how do you feel after reading this that the uh, the way the story is developing what what direction do you see the storyline where it stands now where do you think it's going i think they're taking some good chances and i think it really is going to change the way people perceive the mortal realms Mm. how how so well there's some cities that get conquered and get their whole name changed and get their um Cities of Sigmar rules changed. Uh, so if you have the Cities of Sigmar book, there's two new free cities. There's a lot of stuff going on with ma- evil machinations of Archaon and some stuff that's yeah. building up there. Yeah, there's, that's a, there's a famous dark god that uh, might be close to breaking free. Ooh, well, that's exciting. Yeah, Slanesh. The Dark Prince comes up a few times in this one. I love it. Yeah. Well, they, they've been at such odds. Yeah, this book's mainly about the different elf factions. And, okay. Uh, Slanesh, uh, in the world that was, consumed so many elf souls. And this, in the Age of Myth, or, sorry, in the, I think, I can't remember if it's the Age of Myth or the Age of Sigmar, that uh, Tyrion, Teclis, Marathi, and Malyrian started rescuing all these elf souls that were trapped inside of Slanesh, and some of them came out 
tainted by the dark gods. Yeah, uh, that that was kind of creepy. Yeah, it's so neat that he obsessed with elves because elf souls are the most delicious souls. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like Hellraiser, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I dig it. So the you want me to talk about the the plot of the book? Yeah, no, I, w- I would love that. I mean, um, it'll probably be a while before I get a chance to read it. So please do. There is. I'm, I'm really curious about this. There is a Slaves to Darkness sub-faction that comes out of the book as well. Yeah. Oh, excellent. And I'm thinking that um, probably not this book. The next book is probably going to be Slanesh heavy based okay. on what goes on in this book. Okay. Uh, the story starts off with uh, Marathi learning about a plot from Archaon. And I'm paraphrasing the book, so if you've read it, don't at me. So... <laughs> Um, uh, Marathi has spies, a network of spies that are in the Baron Spire, the Eight Points. And this is the area that's famous for Warcry. Play Warcry, all these like gladiatory battles are supposed to be taking place in the Eight Points. Mm-hmm. So Archaon has this plot. He's got this realm stone called Varanite. And Varanite is actually like blood, guts, and gore that's been like seeped into the ground it's become this precious mineral i love it yeah (laughs) (laughs) so cool uh there's a god beast uh called varanthrax who was destroyed in the age of myth and all of his guts and gore sank into the ground and then like coalesced in this stuff varanite oh that's awesome yeah all right anything that touches it gets mutated by chaos yeah so if you accidentally brush up against it you'll start developing extra mouths on your arms and you know you'll get extra eyes in the back of your head and you're like <laughs> it's you become, so cool yeah you become this like gibbering monster if you touch it so some of marathi spies come in contact with it in one of the short stories that was released before uh the book came out and so she has to kill all these spies because they've been corrupted so Archaon's plan, the only gate, the only realm he doesn't have access to from the eight points is a gate that Sigmar sealed, which is the gate mm-hmm. to Azir. Right. And he, the war will go to hell, literally, if uh, Archaon can attack Azir. Because the Stormcast won't have a safe haven to mm-hmm. rebuild their army. So Archaon, the Chaos Gods, will come out as winners if they can open that gate. So he's gathering up all this Varanite to kind of like corrupt that gateway and open it for him so marathi finds out about this and she sees the danger but she also sees opportunity so she goes to sigmar and says hey my spies have seen this archaeon's going to open this gate we have to make an incursion into the eight points and stop him from harvesting all this varanite sigmar is wary of her but she's this expert politician so she convinces him to do it so they put together daughters of cain army mixed with some stormcast army some stormcast people and they make this incursion in the eight points sigmar gives her all of these uh, great stormcast warriors from all these different stormcast factions uh, but she's in particular she wants the anvils of the heldenhammer to come along okay. she says because they're uh, her favorite allies are the anvils of the heldenhammer and you'll, they're the ones with the black armor the cool black armor. yeah they're like the right. darker Stormcast, right? Right, and they're all based out of Anvilgard, which will yeah. come off more, later more on. More Grimdark. Yes, more Grimdark. They're all based out of the city, free city of Anvilgard in Akshi. 
So she leads this incursion and there's lots of death and destruction. The Slanesh, the Slanesh demonette, I guess she is. She's following along and she witnesses like she's she's aware of this prophecy that when the snake god splits into two heads, it's a sign that Slanesh is coming. Oh, so instead of fighting the incursion, they just they all hang back. So there's no Slanesh reinforcements to stop this army of order. Uh, attacking the eight points and they make it all the way to this mine and they've harnessed these giant worms like from dune and these giant metal cages and the worms are eating all the veronite from underground they're like organic mining equipment oh <laughs> awesome uh, yeah uh, so marathi makes it all the way to there she cuts open one of the worms and then has her people start harvesting the veronite because she wants it for herself Mm -hmm. And once she's got as much as she wants, she just kind of abandons the mission and abandons the storm cast that are there fighting. They, they serve their purpose. Exactly. She just needed yeah. help to get to there. She didn't really yeah. care to stop uh, what Archaeon's doing. She just wanted the Varanite for herself. Mm. So from there, she has this whole ritual planned where she's going to immerse herself in the Varanite and that she wants to attain godhood. She's the only big name elf character that isn't a god. Teclis, Tyrion, and Malyrian are all gods. She's not. She's just an avatar, like, not even an avatar of a god. She's harnessed the power of the god Cain, but Cain is dead, and Cain is no more, so she wants to attain godhood. So she leads uh, another incursion. She has some thieves, not an incursion, she has some thieves go into the realm of the Aedanith Deepkin, and they have this lantern. This they, they keep secret, and they keep buried away where no one can get to it. And she's hired some of the Scourge privateers and the Scourge privateers have figured out where this lantern is and they take the lantern and Marathi needs it as part of her ritual. So this pisses off the Aideneth and they come trying to uh, get to Marathi. Another really cool part in the middle of this ritual, Marathi needs to harness power from Slanesh and to drain his power, she has to feed him. She needs to feed him souls. So she does uh -huh. start feeding him souls. But they're all the souls of chaos warriors and chaos demons that she's captured. And so she's feeding him. She's like recycling. Yeah, exactly. And she's torturing Slanesh because Slanesh hates his brothers. He hates um, <laughs> Nurgle and Zinch and Korn. He hates them. And so he's being forced to ingest Korn souls and Nurgle souls and Zinchian souls. And it's driving him mad and so that's how marathi starts while he's weak starts siphoning off some of his power she's using this lantern it's the lanterns protecting her from the veronite and she submerses herself in the veronite and just as the Aedanith deepkin are trying to stop her ritual the ritual is complete and marathi has attained godhood she's now marathi kane but because of this somehow the the ritual split her in two and so both her Marathi form used to be in the game terms. You could turn Marathi into her shadow queen self, which is the dragon lady portion of herself. And now they're both out there all at once. Is it like the, still the same person, but like two bodies? Exactly. Or, okay. Yeah, they say one soul, two bodies. Okay. Wow. How is it that she is feeding uh, Slanesh? She's one of his um, jailers. So they don't go into the details of how the magic works, but she's magically, she's when she kills all of these demons, she's feeding them 
directly into Slanesh. Slanesh exists in this uh, place called Olgish, which is between Haish, the realm of light, and Olgu, the realm of shadow. And that's where mm-hmm. Slanesh's prison is. Okay. So now she's big, big baddie mama. Yeah, she's big baddie mama. She's she's got she's attained godhood, and her points in game reflect godhood. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, she's not yeah. as bad as I think. Um, oh, Nagash. Nagash. Yeah. So she's Nagash. I think is like eight hundred points. Eight hundred and eighty points. <laughs> wow. Yeah, eight hundred and eighty points to put Nagash on the table. So he's still the bigger, badder god between the two of them. But Marathi went from. 480 points to now she's 600 points. Holy hell. Jump. It's a big jump, but you get to have the two heroes on the table at the same time. So it's like battle queen. Yeah. You get to play both models on the table. Yeah. Like, I feel like there was a little bit of relief when you would go from like bad you know, monster spell casting Marathi to big Marathi shadow queen, not relief. Like in, huh, the game's over. I mean, you still got to deal with the shadow queen. Who's like almost unkillable, but then now to have them both on the table is like, what now? Yeah. The, the wizard portion got nerfed in one sense, um, but more powerful in another sense. So the wizard portion Marathi came, yeah. She used to be able to double the distance of any spell. Uh, yeah. But now she's just got her one damage spell, which is 36 inches range. But all the other mm-hmm. stuff is uh, regular range. Okay. But she can still, she can cast three spells uh, in her hero phase and she can unbind two spells in your opponent's hero phase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. That's still, that's insane. That's, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. It, essentially like, if the old model was 480 points, basically she's a really inexpensive wizard at 120 points. To be able to yeah. That way. Really inexpensive, powerful wizard. Is it still, um, is, is shadow Queens war scrolls still the same? I think it's gotten or, better. Okay. Uh, she's not a wizard anymore, so she can't cast any spells from her shadow queen form. But okay. I think her weapon profile, like her attacks profile, has gotten a little bit better. And she still has the Iron Heart of Cain ability, which means. Oh, great. Yeah. So she can only receive three wounds per turn. Sheesh. And you used to be able to get around that with endless spells, because there were endless spells that say happen at the start of the turn and happen at the end of the turn and not during the turn. So you used to be able to, like, Purple Sun would hurt her in addition to what the three wounds. But now it says specifically uh, stuff that happens at the beginning of the turn, stuff that happens at the end of the turn, stuff that happens during the turn. Yeah. You can only take three wounds. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and she can absorb wounds from, uh, like, w- like three of those can be what she takes from Marathi Kane, right? Right, and they don't stack. So once you've wounded Marathi Kane three times... That's it. That those are all the wounds that either of them can take for the turn. Mm. Oh, so you just like basically don't kill Marathi Kane. Try to kill the Shadow Queen, right? Because if you try to kill Marathi Kane, well, I guess you'll still take the three the three wounds to Shadow Queen. The, but then, like, she's still just going to get right into combat or whatever and mess you up. Yeah, she's still she's still going to be able to do pretty much everything that she did before. Mar- the Marathi Kane has a thing where she counts as your general, 
even if you've got a general. So you have essentially, if she's on the table, you have two generals. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, so for things that say uh, your general can use this command ability, yeah. yeah. Either one of the of your two generals can use the command. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's nice. So for like um, inspiring presence, those kind of things, she can do them at the full range uh, that a general would be able to do it. So it gives you a little buff. You can spread out your buffs a little bit more. Mm. Nice, nice. All right, all right. Very cool. Yeah. So Marathi getting a little bit of the update and change to her war scroll. Uh, big thing is that must be so much fun having both models out there now. I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, I bet you are. And 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 with that being said, uh, how has it changed some of the other Daughters of Cain units? Well, they got some more stuff for the Scathborn. And the Scathborn are the... Yeah. Or Scathborn. Those are the ones that are the Snake Ladies or the Harpies. Okay. So there's some no, new um, War Scroll Battalions um they give you some more incentive to bring them out and put them on the table including uh marathi's war scroll battalion for the shadow queen she has a command ability uh that gives them a buff as well do you have any of the snake ladies i don't have any of the snake ladies i'm you know i'm an old school daughters of cane player i'm all about the witch elves and the sisters of slaughter yeah. um, so not a lot here for me as a player uh except for the shadow queen Miraculous yeah, and the Shadow Queen. That's that's huge, and I've been playing with lists, and I can feel almost exactly what I was playing before. I just have to nice. lose one um, one of the Hag Queens that I normally bring, okay, uh, to be able to make room for her. That's that's not a bad trade off. Yeah, not at all. Trade a Hag Queen for Marathi Kane. Yep. Yeah. To get <laughs> yeah to get a really badass wizard. Um, <laughs> and I think we lady. need to like house rules this here, Mark. I think we need to Are maybe. You? Say like there's a couple extra points here that need to yeah, be yeah she like 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 when she shows up to the battlefield she's already been like beat up from another battle or something oh there you go all right yeah pretty sporting a few wounds what do you think yeah, yeah. we could just roll a d6 and see how many you know she has coming into this thing it's not enough that I gotta spend 600 points you gotta you want to debuff her a little bit more yeah, yeah. but you kind of didn't though right because you just take out a hag queen and put in Marathi <laughs> yeah. King. <laughs> yeah I I, uh, I I feel the slaughter coming on now <laughs> well and we were talking last week a uh, week before last about the meta and how the daughters of Cain have dropped right to the bottom of the meta I think yeah. this is gonna jump them right back up near the top again oh there we go elevator to the top yeah yeah she doesn't have to worry so much about the shooting one of the things about that iron heart of Cain the wounds done to Marathi Cain when they're applied to the Shadow Queen, they can't be yeah. negated. But wounds done directly to the Shadow Queen, those can be negated if you have like a yeah, if you have different saves, like your your after save. Huh. Okay. So maybe you do want to try and shoot Marathi Kane. Yeah, that's the way to go. Uh, and then, <laughs> yeah, right. Once one of them's dead, they're they're both dead. Oh, really? Uh, well, I think that's def that's definitely true with Marathi Kane. If the Shadow yeah. Queen dies, then. Um, Marathi Kane's taken off the table. All right. Oh. I'm writing this into the house rules book. Oh, okay. they can't be hand the dusted anymore. Dies, they both die. Got it. <laughs> you can't yeah, hand the gonna, dust them anymore. Or we're we're, we're going to go with that. There's no need for you to look that up and uh, check. <laughs> so, no need at all. Like, so. uh, like Gotrick, how yeah, uh, ridiculous he is. Yeah, where he you can't just take him off the table with one yeah. bell or, or spell effect or whatever. Can't yeah. do 
Yeah, if, if a, an effect would take Marathi off the table, instead she takes three wounds. Uh, uh, amazing. All right. okay. I guess I guess that's a good trade-off, at least. Yeah, she's definitely gotten a lot better. So I, I do think that considering everything that she can do now, having not played her, I think 600 points is a deal. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Hell yeah, now I'd go with it. For sure. So, did you think you'll uh, maybe build a few more of your your uh, snake ladies here? And uh, I don't think so right now. I've got yeah. so much daughters of Cain stuff I've collected uh, yeah, over the years. Yeah, you're pretty well invested in that in the uh, yeah. in that build. But your other army got a little love, if I'm not mistaken. The mm-hmm. Darkling Covens. The Darkling Covens got their own city. Right. Yes. So I'm sure some some yeah. new battalion or new war scrolls or something or yeah, what? Yeah, the new city is called Har Curon, and it is uh, a new free city. Cities of Sigmar, but free is in quotations here because it's huh. it actually used to be known as Amblegard. Mm. So Amblegard is no more in oh. Warhammer canon. You can still have an army from Amblegard using the Cities of Sigmar book. Okay. okay, but you're either saying this is from before Harkiron existed, or they're just loyalists of Amalgard fighting in exile. Oh, okay. So they're no longer it doesn't in- exist. Yeah. So remember how I said that Marathi really wanted to fight with the Anvils of Hammerhall, yeah. or the yep. the Amalgard, the those guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My brain, my brain is no more. Uh, <laughs> so she told. Sigmar that she wanted them to come with her into the eight points. That's because while they're doing their incursion into the eight points, the Darkling Covens had this um, secret society called the Black Scale Coil. And that's pretty much everything that used to be a dark elf in the world that was in eighth edition, all working together to take over Amblegard. Mm. Yeah, so it was all a trick so she could get the Anvils of the Elden Hammer out of Amblegard. To make it easier for her to take over. Yeah, way yeah. to go. I love I love you order people. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. I, I really do. It's not like I think we're we're our, our own worst enemy. Honestly. Yeah, I'm Absolutely. I'm gonna say at least at least there's a little bit of honor amongst us chaos folk. <laughs> <laughs> well, like honor in that they're just slaughtering each other anyway. They don't pretend well, to be. Yeah, at least at least at least we know it. You know? Yeah, they're not trying to hide the fact that they yeah, hate each other. No. You know? True. Yeah, the new, uh, Har Curon is the Istanbul Constantinople. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, we're gonna have to redo that song now. Yep. <laughs> so, if so you do got... you find uh, do you find any um, better use out of your Darkling Covens? Because I know you just finished painting some of them up. You I finished, you know, getting new... ready for Cities of Sigmar, and now it's like, ooh, you have your own new city. Yes. Uh, so there's a War Scroll Battalion called Kraith's Shadow Host. And it's a uh, sorceress on a black dragon. If you take this war scroll battalion, your sorceress on your black dragon counts as this named character, Drusa Kraith. And she teams up with Darkling Dreadspears and Darkling Dark Shards in this war mm-hmm. scroll battalion. And then if you go as a Harkuron as your City of Sigmar army, uh, any Darkling Covens, Order Sepentis, Scourge Privateers, or Shadowblades all count as having the Harkuron keyword. And when you're building a Harakiron army, uh, you're allowed to bring one in every four units as a Daughters of Cain unit. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. And you remember the, the spell Vitriolic Spray? 
Uh, I remember it by name. Yes. That's the one that um, casting value of eight, pick one enemy unit within six inches of the caster that is visible to them. Until the start of your next hero phase, that unit has a save of dash. Oh, yes. It's freaking brutal. <laughs> it's so brutal. So the idea is taking one of your spell casters out there um, and letting them drop this spell on somebody so you can just tear into them. And I, would, I love the idea of being able to cast that and then have my witch elves just blender. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Don't get within range good advice don't yeah. don't let any wizards within six inches yeah uh, <laughs> so yeah Harkiron Marathi took over the city and one of their kind of uh, to take care of the last of the anvils of the held and hammer that were there they all had special orders of the the dark shards had poison tip arrows with sleep poison on them okay and, and they're the ones targeting the Stormcast, so the Stormcast don't get to warn Sigmar when they reforge. If they're all, yeah. yeah. If they're all knocked unconscious, they don't get reforged and they don't go to Azir. Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought that was fun. Real, yeah, that is cool. That, that is a fun little tidbit on the story. Now, now, what, what about uh, uh, Cities of Sigmar? What do you know about them? Well, they they got some love. There's yeah. the Storm Keeps. There's a Wardens of the Storm Keep garrison. There's a Storm Storm Tower garrison. There's a Storm Keep patrol. They definitely got some love. As someone who likes collecting the Stormcast, I haven't really played a lot of Stormcast, so I, I don't have a lot to say with these guys, other than if you are a Stormcast player, there's four new battalions, five five new battalions all from wow. here, and a named character, this guy, Kaiser Van Brecht. Oh, really? I didn't know there was a named character that they... Yeah, he's he's a... Each one of these factions got a new named character. Oh, okay. Only um, where if you play the War Scroll Battalion, you have to have this type of unit in the battalion, and it, it becomes a named character. Mm. Okay. Oh, wow. And... Oh, go ahead. And they got the ability that uh, on one of maybe maybe one of the, like maybe it's a new allegiance or just a new rule. Isn't there something where you can take one in four cities of Sigmar units into your Stormcast? Yes, I think you're right about that. So you can now like start thinking, huh, what what kind of cities of Sigmar guys would I want you running with my Stormcast? Well, probably Dwarden, <laughs> just just a bunch of Dwarden gunners and <laughs> yeah. I mean, you cannons. know, Iron Drakes is always just a good option. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, inexpensive, do a ton of damage. Or if you don't want to do that, then bring the Hurricaneum. Well, that only affects Cities of Sigmar units. I think the one of these the Stormcast get the Cities of Sigmar keyword. Mm, like maybe they share the keywords because if that's the case, then yeah. This, the Hurricane has definitely become a staple for Cities of Sigmar games. Yeah. I don't think it's always necessary, but I think it's definitely like if you're looking for, you know, 280 points, it's an it's an easy answer. Yeah, and it's if you're gonna do a shooting army, why do something that's yeah. not optimal? And an optimal Cities of Sigmar yeah. army has to have the Hurricane. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I've definitely had some fun, um, you know, fielding the Hurricaneum with my cities and, you know, doing some different builds and, and different styles of Hurricaneums, and which is a pretty popular trend 
um, is to like not necessarily go with the typical Hurricaneum out of the box, but like modding the Hurricaneum to fit your, you know, your aesthetic. So like I did a very kind of like KO themed cities of Sigmar. So one of my frigates was carrying the Hurricaneum and it looks so cool. Uh, yeah, that one's really cool. And then the, uh, and then I did those cyborg miniatures where I did like all those dwarves on mountain rams. Yeah, and, those are cool. Yeah, and then the dwarf on a a war bull, and then I got dwarves on a giant like polar bear, and so that's what I used as my hurricane. <laughs> nice, because because it was like this this uh, it was supposed to be like a what were those uh, um, like a ballista kind of thing, you know, where it's like a big giant arrow that they're shooting um and uh and so it's like this big war bear this big polar bear with like a giant deck on its back and it was it would have this giant ballista but i took the ballista off and just set up like the anvil of doom you know that big anvil Uh and uh and then i have like you know some energy coming out of it and he's like hitting the anvil and this energy is coming out and you know it's providing buffs to its people so where can someone see pictures of this? Um, Do you have some up I, on your Instagram? I, I don't think I have this one up on my Instagram yet, but I think I should. Yeah, you um, totally should. Totally should. Yeah. I what's, don't think I've done this one in a video yet either. So, What's your Instagram account? Uh, Orlando Nick. So you can find me on Instagram at Orlando Nick or Twitter at Orlando Nick. So I'll, I'll definitely have to take a picture of this and, and put it up there. Uh, and uh, Mark and I both have Warlando names as well. If you want to see pictures of some of our stuff, I'm Warlando Adam. Mark, what's yours? Uh, well, well, what do you know? Uh, mine's Warlando Mark. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'll, I'll make it a point to put some of my daughters of Cain stuff up there. Mark, you got any chaos stuff? Yeah, yeah. I really, really need to get back to that. I know, I know. With this whole like pandemic thing. Uh. <laughs> It took, I've, been, I've, been, I've been shying away from the social media. <laughs> it took the wind completely out of my sails. Oh, it really did. Oh, absolutely. You know, it, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, everybody knows how horrible it is. So I don't need to go off that. <laughs> no, yeah. Let's not, let's not go down there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was just, so we can actually have a game together. Yeah. So. Nicholas, you just talking about it makes me want to do a daughter's of cane hurricane. Oh, I'll have an extra blood rack shine. I could. Uh, yeah, you do. Of that. Yeah. All right. That's your new. Uh, that's your new task. Yeah, that's my, your homework. My project. Yep. You need a blood rack. Hurricane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get to work on that. That's that. I think that'll be a fun project. All right. Particularly with uh, the Darkling Covens, the Dark Shards getting a little love. They didn't get a new war scroll or anything, but the, the Harkuron city, there's some buffs you can put on your shooters and there's, you can give them uh, sixes to hit cause two hits. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what does the hurricane do for you? The hurricane, um, if you take it with a, with a wizard, so there's two versions, you can do the version without the wizard and you can do the version with the wizard. So the version with the wizard just gives you a wizard, but it gives you a battle mage wizard. Uh, so you get a spell caster out of it. And he, and and the the cool thing is the hurricane without it is only two hundred and twenty points. With it is two hundred and eighty. 
So you get a 60 point wizard and uh, so you get to cast, you know, cast and unbind. And uh, it does have like a, like, like a, like one added like melee profile, you know, for the wizard attacking. Mm-hmm. Um, but altogether it gives you plus one to cast. So the wizard that you now have on it is plus one to cast. Um, and then it gives everybody in, in a, in a, in a 10 inch, every model in a 10 inch radius plus one to hit. Oh, see, yeah. Now, now I have to build a hurricane. If I'm going to bring dark shards, I, I yeah. have to, I have to have a hurricane. Oh, that's with the them. thing. That's the thing. You, you bring all these dark shards and, uh, they all get plus one to hit. And, and then six, and then on top two, of that, two hits. Oh, on, on sixes. Yeah. So if they do sixes, yeah. On, uh, so, so plus one to hit, everybody gets plus one to hit. And then, um, and it's for both shooting and melee. Uh, so that's something to remember. Somebody charges you and then your next round, you get the whole shooting phase and the whole combat phase where you get plus one to hit, you know, and everything. So, um, the, uh, and then it, and, and, and then it fires three shots and on a two up, it does D three mortal wounds. Yeah. That's so it's not. It's not to hit. It's just like a special shot. So it's like said instead, instead of you know like uh, instead of rolling to hit, you just roll you know three dice and on a two up, which is you know d three mortal wounds, which is great. Yeah, that is awesome. So I think it's a I think it, it's a staple in my city's a Sigmar army for sure. Yeah. So um, back to Broken Realms, um, I Thiekpin, they got some love. They got new uh, mount traits. I don't know if they had mount traits in their book before, but there are new mount traits here in this um, in the Broken Realms Marathi book. Yeah, they get some pretty cool mounts. They do. I've heard people saying that the Allopexes weren't very useful. Everybody brings eels, but nobody brings the shark guys, the Allopexes. But they've got a new oh, war okay. scroll uh, for them. And it, it oh, looks, nice. Yeah, it looks like they got, they got a little love there to make those a little bit better. And then the Eidolons, Eidolon on the Sea and Eidolon on the Storm, I think they're called. Mm-hmm. Aspect of the Storm and Aspect of the Sea. Uh, so they've got a new War Scroll for each of those in here. So hopefully that is making them a little bit better. I love nice. Eidolon, the Turtle Guy, got a new War Scroll too. Hey! Yeah, and they got new battalions. And there's these guys called the Idolaters. I've heard a lot of people calling them the Idolators. I'm pretty huh. sure that's wrong. The Idolaters. But uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's better. And we're right about Gotrick. I know everybody's telling us it's Gotrick. Forget it. It's Gotrick. Yep. Gotrick. <laughs> Gotrick and the Idolaters. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's like a band. <laughs> yeah, Gotrick and the Idolaters. I love it. So this one's for you, Mark. The Idolaters are the small, small little um, chaos subfaction. Okay, all right. Yeah. That arose because of this story, huh? Yes. All right. And it's all about the priests in this one. Oh, I like that. Yeah, lots of cool stuff for the priests. New command traits and some new prayers for them. Nice. Nice. I, I did hear something that it kind of favored uh, uh, some chariots. Yes, that's that right. Bit? There's a new character called Gresh, Gresh Greatblade. No, sorry, Rokar Gresh is his name. He wields a great blade. But oh, yeah, nice. you get to pick one of your guys to be this name hero, and he gets some buffs. And there's a oh, gold okay. battalion for 
chariots. Uh, all right, so you get to, okay, because that's one of the uh, uh, the guy with the great blade on the chariot. All right, so you get to pick one of your guys, and he gets to be that special character, huh? Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. And now he's a named character. He gets all the stuff that he, he can be a general and everything. Yeah. All right. Nice. I'll have to check that out because I wouldn't mind getting a few more uh, chariots on the board. Yeah. And to have a, a souped up chariot that's going around throwing out prayers and everything. You can move around pretty far and then throw out those chaos prayers. Can, yeah. Can uh, mortals do those prayers or is it just if they have the corn keyword? The, it's uh, prayers. That's that's the thing I got to look a little more into. So I, I believe they do, but uh, yeah, I got to look into that. Okay. So, yeah, because because I've been so stuck into uh, uh, the corn, uh, uh, blades of corn faction, you know, with the uh, the uh, the priests, yeah. um, and, and I hope that becomes a little more of a thing. So with the other factions as well. So. Yeah, I know what you mean. The priests. It's yeah. it's so frustrating where if at least if someone casts a spell, you can attempt yeah. to unbind it. Yeah. Uh, but if it's a priest doing prayers, there's just nothing you can do. You just gotta sit there and wait for it to hit yeah. you. Yeah. You just you just have to sit there and wait for our thoughts and prayers to come your way. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Thoughts and prayers that actually do something. Yeah, I know. Right? Yes. <laughs> I, I dig it. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, that's I love it pretty much my entire book report on uh, <laughs> well, broken realms yeah uh, I, I give myself maybe maybe a b minus on I, that I think one. it was pretty good I think yeah. it was pretty good especially <laughs> since uh, yeah now we got to yeah we got to get into this I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to check out that section for slaves of darkness and uh, yeah yeah and who knows what's coming up in these next books? Because well, that, yeah, that's that's the exciting thing. Do, do you have any hint whatsoever that you know what might come? Well, I, there's definitely going to be some stuff for the orcs because there was a one of the short stories talks about orcs, and it seems to be it was Iron Jaws fighting savage orcs. So I'm thinking there's going to be something for them. Ooh, okay. Yeah, and okay. somebody just built an Iron Jaws army. Hmm, who was that? Oh, it was me. <laughs> you're getting all the love here i know yeah i hope it keeps up i'm, I'm hoping that uh yeah so they get lots of love for the orcs because there's definitely yeah, awesome. in this book all my darkling coven stuff the scourge privateers being like i have a reason to bring them one of the war scroll battalions lets you scourge privateers or order serpentis stuff in reserve unless okay. you bring them on the table nine inches away and then uh if you get this uh, command ability that says once you bring them on, you can immediately move them D six inches. So like nice. everything has to set up nine away, you bring these guys on nine away, move D six inches. And now you've got a really easy charge. What? Yeah. Doesn't that sound cool? I love it. I love uh, it. That's, that's really cool. You're, you're limited to 10. I, I'm not sure if you read that right. You <laughs> might, you might. Well, uh, you could do that order Serpentis, so I could I have a reason to actually get out my Drake Riders. Yeah. I haven't put them on the table since Age of Sigmar pretty oh, much came out. God, yeah. And they're such cool models. They are. Elf knights riding dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> and they right. can't find reason more reason to bring these guys around. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm just going to I'm just going to pack as many fanatics into my units as possible and just hide in the corner. You want to come fight me, bro? Then uh, I'll just throw fanatics out at, uh, out at you until 
I ain't got no green left. Well, I'm, <laughs> the rules on the Fanatics, like this could play with those rules a little bit, right? Because if I can get, you know, so I'm exactly three inches away before charging, don't you? Can you bring the Fanatics in within three inches? Yeah. So the yeah. Fanatics, correct. That you, if you roll well on that D6, you could move close enough to keep me from being able to bring out the Fanatics. Yeah. Also, they, the so, fanatics do have to be three inches away when they come out. Yes. So when the fanatics come out, they have to be three inches away. So if I can just drop in at three inches exactly, then you might not be able to bring them out. Yeah. Well, if you roll, yeah. I mean, if, well, if you come in four inches away, their base is big enough. They're on the thirty-two mil base, so oh, wow. it's just over an inch. Ah, and, finally, <laughs> and, a way uh, to not have to fight fanatics. Yeah. <laughs> right. So if you pop in nine inches away and you roll a five or a six, I can't, I can't bring them out. That just makes me so happy. <laughs> it's a, a good feeling in my heart. I do like that they made fanatics just almost just as uh, upsetting as they did when they were in fantasy. <laughs> that makes me happy. They can change whatever they want, but the fact that people still hate fanatics <laughs> makes me feel great. I think I think hate is too soft of a word. <laughs> yeah, what's worse than hate? Abhor. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little more. Like yep. it. Oh my gosh! There was a. I saw some little meme going around about uh, a truckload of the. Thesauruses uh, rolled over on the highway. Onlookers were shocked, aghast, agape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just kept going on and on and on with nice. synonyms. Yep. <laughs> I, so, what, when now is, is there a release date for the, the the next book? I don't know yet. I think they're going to wait at least probably next month. I would say. Yeah. I think so. I think yeah. so. I think they'll this, give this book a chance for the dust to settle on this book yeah. a little bit. Okay. And then, and then right. we'll see the next one. And okay. I think this is going to build up to whatever the next summer event is going to be. Okay. All right. So this is the next big event that's going to carry us till probably next year. Yeah. I think we're going to see broken realms all the way yeah. up to like realms reforged or who knows. I'm just guessing. Well, I hear <laughs> they're, they're, I hear rumors that the next uh, edition for Age of Sigmar is probably yeah, next. This, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, and this, the coloring of the book, the style of the book reminds me so much of the end times. Mm. <laughs> oh, they're going to blow up all the realms. Yeah. What are we going to have left? Because we we're going to have shards. Yeah, we're going to have more realms. Realms created from the realms. Sub-realms. Sub-realms. Yes. All kinds Charge of sub-realms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as long as we stay on round bases. That's all yeah, I care. That's it. Yeah, come on. Okay. I, 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 might not, I might not be excited for a bunch of new rules, but don't yeah. make me cut the bases off again. <laughs> oh yeah. Back, back to movement trays. Yeah. <laughs> well, and what... Do you think that they, what do you think they would, uh, well, I, I have two things real quick before I move on to this next thing. Okay. If you don't have Daughters of Cain or uh, Stormcast or Ideneth Deepkin yeah. or 
you know, Scourge Privateers and the, the Darkling Covens and Order Serpentis, is it worth getting this book? I think if you enjoy, if you want to read the story, which I did a shit job of paraphrasing, uh, oh. I think the story is cool. There's a, I didn't even touch on the campaign. So if you mm-hmm. like the story, you can play through the campaign that's in this book. And it's, it's kind of neat. If you're playing, the idea with the campaign is that you're going to take these different named characters from the campaign into each one of your battles. And then who, if like, say this, this Van Brecht guy, if he died in your last battle, play this next battle plan. If he survived your last battle, play this other battle plan. No, oh, cool. Yeah. So there's a fun campaign in here. There's new realms yeah. of battle for these different places. I, there's another free city that I didn't even touch on called Mist Vaughn or, or uh, sorry, Mist Haven. Uh-huh. Yeah. They've got a neat uh, rule for them. And it's another uh, Cities of Sigmar. They have a thing called narcotics. <laughs> <laughs> And your your hero can take one of six narcotics that they can use once per game. One of them is just uh, called float. And so when you use this narcotic, uh, your hero can fly. Uh, uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, he thinks he's flying, <laughs> but he's not really flying. Yeah, I didn't even touch on this one. It's spelled M-I-S-T-H-A-V-N. It's got a circle over the A, like he's supposed to be pronouncing it abnormally. Yeah, this is this is the one where you can uh, bring your Order Serpentis, Shadow Blades, or Scourge Privateers as reserve units. Mm-hmm. So you have to be from this free city, Miss Vaughn. Ooh, and okay. this is, um, I think it's only the second uh, free city that's not actually in Akshi. There's, oh. Yeah, because uh, the only other one is from the Realm of Life. Right. Yeah. Hammer Hall's from both actually in Realm of Life. Right. Uh, was it called the Green City? Is a free city. In the the Living City? The Living City. That's right, the Living City. And so now you've got a a free city in Olgu. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's something. So Nice. I think if oh. you wanted to like sit down and read the story and play through the campaign with your friends, I think the book's worth it. But definitely, okay. if you play any kind of Darkling Covens, any old school Dark Elf faction, this is the book for you. This is where all those old school factions finally get some real love. That's cool. right. very good. Very good. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to read the story. I, I like keeping up with that. Yeah. If you if you don't have any of those factions, then uh, maybe maybe wait for the next book to come out because I, I think they are going to get a chance to touch on everything. Okay, they'll have something for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, there will be something for everyone. I, All I'm, right. I'm betting Slanesh is in the next book because of that box set that just came out, the Shadow yeah. Pain box set. I'm so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm betting Slanesh is going to be featured in the next book. Gotcha. You you thinking about getting that box set? It does have a lot of snake ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a new character who's a snake lady character. The Melusai are the snake ladies that I just like calling snake ladies. Huh. Uh, Melusai and Harpies are in that box set. So at this point, no, I'm not going to get it because I've just got all these reasons to play with my Darkling Covens. Lots of new uh-huh. reasons for them to be valuable. And I've got a ton of them. Uh so yeah, Darkling Covens and Orders Penis, Scourge Privateers. Um, yeah, I've got some new yeah. new fun reasons to play with those toys. Yeah, and you have this uh, Daughters of Cain Hurricaneum that you have to build now. That's so. true, which would be so cool to have a Daughters of Cain themed Hurricaneum on the table. 
Nice. Yeah, I want to see that. Actually, we'll not really. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> careful, careful what you wish for. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the idea of it. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Hopefully it's not too obnoxious for everybody listening to this. I'm, I'm sitting right near the 3D printer, which has been going around the clock as I'm printing Mega Gargants. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to see those in person. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Do you see the third one I printed? Yes, the yes. Yeah, yeah. Those things are so unbelievably huge. You gotta, you gotta post those. I will. I'll put those up on my Instagram. Yeah, it's so absolutely incredible. Yeah, so I, I, I foresee a uh, battle once we can get all together with uh, we 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 all need to have one in our army. Big big gargant fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, that'll be a blast. So um, Man, they look so huge. Yes, yeah. Yeah, they, they really look big. Like I I put one on the table, Haley saw it, she's like, Oh, that's cool. And then when I put the other two on the table, she's like, Oh my god, I didn't realize the scale. Yeah, <laughs> she, she didn't realize just how big they are. It's yeah. like we're, 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 you're you're going to have to get a bigger table. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have our mega battle board out again. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I mean, the entire room just <laughs> just clear everything out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have some fun with them. <laughs> nice. So, as far as contact with us, um, you can find us all on Twitter. With just like with our Instagram, Orlando Adam, Orlando Nicholas, Orlando Mark. Do you go Orlando Nicholas or Orlando Nick on Instagram? Orlando Twitter. Nick. Yeah. Uh, we also have our our email address, Orlando77 at Gmail. We have uh, merch that we're selling on Teespring. We have uh, dice that we're selling. If you email us at Orlando77 at Gmail, you let us know if you want some Orlando themed dice. They're um, special dice that the Six has been replaced with the Warlando, and it always lands Warlando up. Always, always, <laughs> or or enough that it's worth buying them. <laughs> they actually really do roll well. It definitely <laughs> seems like it. Yeah, yeah, they're Chessex dice. They're they're nice dice that we ordered. Yeah, they're very nice. They're gorgeous. Yeah, I have to have to say that for sure. Well, cool guys. I think we got another episode under our belt. Yeah. Good oh yeah. Deal. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to be really excited to see what the next one is, especially if you, if it's what you think and uh, Slanesh is on his way, busting yeah. loose. If if I had my my dream book come out, it would be uh, about the orcs going through the eight points in a big wall. So it was a lot of chaos versus orcs. Ooh, ooh, oh, that'd be insane. That's my, my dream book. I'm hoping that's what the next book is. Nice. Mm, that would be cool. So, um, like, yeah. What, uh, what do the orcs say when they really think Marathi's cool? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to make you guys wah to that one. That's, that's, uh, uh, <laughs> I know. Well, I, what would they say if they had to charge into the eight points, the all points, ready for battle? On, on their way to slaughter. On their way, on to, their slaughter. way to slaughter. <laughs> I think they're okay with that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anything for a good fight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. You guys ready? Right. Yeah, let's do ready. it. Whoa. 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 
This has been an episode of Warlando. To support us, please like and subscribe. Thank you all for listening.